0: Over the last year and a half or so, with with COVID and everything, this podcast is definitely changing uh, for for the better in a way. At first, I was a little bit worried that it would seem self serving, but i I think especially with all like the uh, social distancing and like the in the literal sense, um, I think that people want to hear more genuine vulnerable things do you feel like um as somebody who's like in a leadership position do you feel that people during this time are now like opening up more about these things because because lately i feel like i'm being a little bit yeah. too dramatic about things but then i think it's also sign of the time sort of thing you know
1: yeah i i think that um you know it's like to every um everything has a silver lining and yeah. when i look at what was already like I'm gonna zoom in on our domain because I think it's very apropos, um, what already was a mental health crisis, but mm-hmm. still had a lot of stigma wrapped around it. Like you, you go through an event, an, an extended event together like the global pandemic and whether it's personal trauma or you know adjacent trauma whether it's you know having illness or watching someone have illness or fear of your parents getting sick, you know, I mean, you you extrapolate. No one's more than a, a small tick removed
0: mm-hmm. from
1: something that's substantial and hard, and um, and knows that that is is a shared attribute. And I think it's created in a positive way um, the conditions for people to talk pretty openly about their mental health. And then you you double into that a reality, at least in the US and, and to a certain extent, um, worldwide, which is the level of social upheaval, um, which, you know, you have like this fomenting of things that have been there latently for so long. Um, and again, it's created like a it, it's in your face and and now in good ways is being talked about, but we don't necessarily all have the right words, the right um, resources within ourselves to kind of self-respect, self-reflect and reflect feelings, reflect institutional reality. And so I've just seen this massive increase in um, willingness to talk about hard things, as well as almost a demand of it, Um, which to me, like those, those are all good, particularly if we can marry that new reality with the resources to actually help people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that's why and admittedly, I think I kind of came back to headspace during the time of the pandemic because I, I before this, I would think of self-care sort of as this. Uh, I don't want to say like a luxury, but it, but it felt like, why are you taking time for yourself and going? This is be- yeah. this is before COVID. Why are you in the on a Monday? at a park doing a med- doing meditation when surely you could be doing something else to further your career. And now it's like those two worlds are starting to flip flop a little bit for me. The mental health, the health and well being of my family, is everyone alive? Is everybody good? Cool. Like have gratitude for that. It's sort of um, a sense of, of gratitude has sort of been like forced upon me. Having that a sense of, of inner peace during times like this is really helpful. The more things I have in my pocket, literally, that can help with that, the better, you know.
1: Hi, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it made me think a little bit like, I, and I do believe that these affiliations are, are being broken, right? Where mm-hmm. self-care was somewhat synonymous with selfish and indulgent. Right. And that instead you're like remapping now to, you know, the safety video we've all seen a million times when we used to fly on planes, which is, you know, put on your own oxygen mask before you don it on your children. Cause guess what? Like, if you don't do that, you can't actually be there to help them. And, um, and I do feel like that, you know, that's a very literal association, but that notion of like, and we all have seen it. Like if you haven't taken care of yourself and gotten yourself to, um, you know, at least a stable place, you end up being um, a, a neg on others, right? right? Like, and you see it in personal relationships, you see it in larger group gatherings. And so that, that dimension of like, actually in order to be someone who's self-accretive and is helpful, I actually need to establish a baseline of self-care for my, for me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. In a way I'm kind of, not that I'm, I'm, it's a weird thing to say. I'm glad that my life spiraled out of control, but um, my you know my brother-in-law passed, and my grandpa was diagnosed with cancer, then he died, and that all kind of happened in short order. And then COVID came along, and I was already sort of like, I gotta get this under control. And that's when, yeah. and I know I'm not technically supposed to talk about it, but you know when I went to like twelve step recovery, like it yeah. happened. That was I got sober May 14th of last year, and. I remember that feeling of just recognizing, like, this isn't good. Like, whatever's happening in the world and where my mental state is at now, this yeah. isn't good. But I actually have a lot of empathy for people who just now, at you know, as we're coming out of this, are looking or looking at the uh, at yeah. what has transpired and where their mental health is, and have a huge mountain to climb because I think we all do. And I, if I'm not taking care of myself, and I I can feel the difference, and I, I want to. I think it's imperative that i'm more open about these kind of things it's it's not it's not selfish to talk about these things it's in fact it's needed for a lot of people to hear oh
1: totally no i think it, see nor- like it normalizes guy, you know yeah like it, <laughs> it normalizes a reality that many people are in and for those who haven't yet necessarily like addressed something like you know sobriety um, if that's their challenge, like you just opened the door for, you know, some level of, uh, you know, listeners to your podcast. So like, yeah. I, 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 would highly encourage you to, to keep talking and also, um, you know, massive congrats on hitting a one-year milestone. Well,
0: it's, thank really you so much. It's, it's pretty cool to be here with, uh, the Headspace lady during my one year sobriety, I made it, I think no, that was good. No, it's been good. And I'm really grateful and have a great network of people. And, and honestly, not to keep harping on this but the headspace really was you know i in a way i'm like i almost get like emotional talking about it and it's it's kind of uh um you know my therapist always says (laughs) i've really been hitting it hard with the therapy and everything my therapist always says you know is it odd or is it god kind of thing and i have Mm -hmm. that a little bit right now with like the headspace like even just us talking here it's really special because it's like this was sort of the sea I remember it's it's actually right outside here there's a lake behind my house and there's a bench and I remember the day I was just like there was that sense of hope that the tiny the tiny pinprick of light I love it. well
1: I (laughs) I can say for the whole team like it, it the the when we hear from people that the services and content that we've brought to life has been helpful it's like extraordinarily fulfilling that's the reason everybody's show shows up
0: yeah it's in a major way too, for real. I mean, I don't know where I was going. I, I, you know, it's a scary thing to say, and my mom, <laughs> my mom's not gonna like hearing this or whatever. But you know, it, it was really dark, and I wasn't exactly sure. Just, you know, that's, that's- sort of how I ended up getting to that place. Because like, how how dark is this gonna go? And all of a sudden, some some random cool guy with an accent just comes along <sighs> on some. Pod- <laughs> so it's good and now my relationship with headspace is a little bit more fun we do the uh the cat marina and all that stuff so oh good This well, is well the- you know
1: and that's like that's our intent is to be able to you know if life throws you a curveball we want to be able to you know kind of flex up with you and and be able to be there to support as well as like have those kind of rituals and routines that just make for a healthy, happy mind. And and to not see that those two things are at like antipodes to each other, but that right. they're actually part of anyone's lived life.
0: Yeah, the full spectrum is there. Now I'm on yeah. like Kevin Hart TikTok, you know what I'm saying? I'm on like, uh, I'm on that John Legend, uh, you know, where, I'm, I'm trying to think of who some of the other ones are. But those after, are, after this, our, I'm we, going to Sesame Street.
1: Yeah, good. Uh, good. <laughs> um the Sesame Street. You gotta like get some consult from Elmo. He always he always brings a a light a light mood and a lot of empathy.
0: That's so perfect. Well, this has been so much fun. Uh I hope that we covered every everything. Is there anything that you wanted to to throw in there? I know I know it's been all over the place, but no, this has I, been a really I, I wanted for Headspace. to thank you for both the
1: conversation <laughs> um as well as being such a like devoted member. And um, yeah, just share back that it's incredibly personally fulfilling to hear that um, we've been able to help.
0: Uh, Where can people find you online? What's the best place to get in touch if people want to work at Headspace, all that jazz? This is shameless self-promotion time.
1: Wonderful. Well, um, LinkedIn is probably the easiest place to find me, um, Mm -hmm. particularly if you're interested in all things professional and design. So Leslie Witt, I'm the chief design officer at Headspace. Drop me a line.
0: All right, well, this yeah. has been fun. I think we just- Wonderful a, to meet you. I think we became best friends. One day I'm gonna come work for you. I'm gonna get my shit together.
1: Do it, do it.
0: My, I'm um, waiting for my wife to become sick. She just got tenure, but I'm, I know that over hey. time she's gonna, get, she's gonna get sick of teaching and she's gonna want to <laughs> spend more time with the kids. And then I'm gonna go <laughs> to San Francisco and get the Headspace bag. <laughs> I love it, I all love
1: right. it. Well, Take so care. nice to meet you, Rob.